0: Welcome to the first and ten podcast. That's right, I am back. Uh, don't worry, Dave. Everything's returned to normal.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was missing you last week. You did a good job in my place. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> oh, the podcast out was uh, important. And, uh, yeah, I tried.
0: Thanks to all our guests that joined us. I hopefully they all enjoyed the London Games. Uh, I spoke to my, my uh, mate Dave, who was on last week. He's the Titans fan. He, uh, I think, he had a good time, even though the
1: final score was. Not in the time's
0: favour. I think you had fun being there and experiencing the game.
1: Yeah, it's uh, obviously it's nice to see your team win, but yeah, it's just nice just to be able to get to see your team play, isn't it? To start yeah. with. I mean, last, I did uh, two weeks ago. I
0: was at Wembley for the, the Seahawks Raiders game, and although it was a complete blowout, it was fun to see. It was really great atmosphere to be there, and it was it felt like a Seahawks home game. It was as close as we're gonna get for a London game to a lot of American Seahawks fans that were there. They said the atmosphere was incredible and they weren't expecting it. So that, that's good. You were there yesterday. How was the atmosphere? How was the game as a neutral?
1: It was a weird one. It felt like the build-up and all that stuff felt like really, like probably as strong of like a home crowd as I can really remember. Or like, it felt like a lot of the neutrals were rooting for the Chargers. I think they're quite a light team, aren't they? But, I
0: saw a lot of Charger jerseys the week before, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was tons and tons, especially around where we were. We weren't... In one of the sections where they have like their home or away fans, but but then sort of as the game went on, I think I think I don't think the game was the best game in the world, and I think it sort of told there was no Mexican wave, so it wasn't that bad of a game, but (laughs) it uh, yeah, it sort of fizzled out a little bit, and then that last quarter when sort of when it went down to the end, that it started to pick up again, but yeah, I don't think either team uh performed at their best I would say no, I mean, and they I think mean, that
0: two touchdowns on two passes like yeah. two one play drives and that was it and the rest of the time they were kind of just getting three and outs
1: yeah like uh, Philip Rivers won like the player of the match or whatever they call it there. Yeah. I don't know the or whatever they give to him. but yeah he basically had two big plays and a lot of not a lot else really no yeah it was uh, yeah I think I don't think either team were particularly <laughs> impressive on either side and yeah, I think that sort of told in the crowd, yeah, it felt like around me anyway, that people were starting to sort of chew out, you hear know, people just having more chats and stuff between themselves, and yes. obviously that's going to happen, because you're there for, what, three and a half hours, three hours, something like that, for the game, so, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a long time, but, yeah, I think, it started off, yeah, really, a really good atmosphere, one of the be- better atmospheres I could remember at Wembley, and then, yeah, right. sort of fizzled out a little bit, but... That's just the way, it's, the way it is there, isn't
0: it? Yeah, fair enough. I want to see how the Jags, uh, the, the way they're playing it next week, uh, turn up to London with uh, the team in disarray. Yeah,
1: it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, that's for sure. Both teams are struggling, aren't they? But Yeah, it could <laughs> be.
0: I mean, the Jags normally blow someone out in London, but we'll see how they get on next week against the Eagles. But anyway, let's do our regulars. Let's do some takeaways from week number... What week is it? Was it week seven yesterday? Yeah, week oh, seven. Oh, my yeah. God.
1: I know, I this can't is believe it. Far too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> after this week, hard, like, a lot of the teams will be halfway through their season. It's oh, just God. ridiculous. Sickening. Um,
0: what's your first takeaway then, though?
1: Well, it is from uh, yesterday's game at Wembley, but I, I think the Chargers need Melvin Gordon if they're going to be a real contender. Yes. I mean, like, so the offence was okay, and like, Rivers has played great this season, and I, I really like Eckler and. All these players, but I think he just keeps them ticking. I think... think Heckler's a lot by...
0: change of pace back, isn't he? He's nice to have yeah. third downs coming in for passing downs on second down, but not. he's not a number one running back.
1: Yeah, and I felt like he struggled a little bit yesterday mm. in that role. I think, yeah, as, as you say, if he's coming in as a complimentary guy, then great, but uh, yeah, as as the uh, as the lead back, it was not, not too successful. And, yeah, I think... I Say, I love Melvin Gordon. I think he's... Just fantastic, I mean, yeah, he's in the top five running backs for me oh, yeah. now, and uh, yeah, I feel like without him, that offense just didn't, it just never got going. As, as I said just a second ago, other than them two big plays, it never really felt like they were ever threatening to go down the field too much, and yeah, it was yeah, it was a strange a strange performance from them. It was yeah, as a fantasy owner of
0: Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, it was a, a disappointing game for those two.
1: Yeah, it was. Say, uh, Keenan Allen had uh, a couple of sort of important plays, a lot of third downs and stuff. But yeah, he never really seemed to get into the game too much, and no. it just yeah, it just felt like both teams on the on passing weren't, weren't. Yeah, just never really got going. And yeah, I felt like I felt like missing Melvin Gordon was a big part of that for the Chargers. Yeah, definitely. So with him, I think they're a real contender. But without him, I just don't
0: see it. Middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think my first takeaway is fire all the kickers. Because what is the point to them at this point? They're missing so many kicks. They're they're costing their team's games. Justin Tucker has admitted that his missed field goal lost them the game against the the Saints yesterday. Um, Chandler Catanzaro cost me my bet this week with his fifty nine yard field goal in overtime for the Bucks. I
1: thought I
0: thought you were finally going to get off the mark there. Absolute son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it um yeah i was I was a 69 pound return that would have put me right back in contention but no it's the uh, just just forward kickers just do mike Tomlin and go for two points every single time because really just go for it on fourth down go for it on uh extra points just just get rid of kicking it's when uh, justin,
1: when justin tucker starts missing you know that's exactly they're all up. broken if tucker's missing then <laughs> what is the point anymore yeah, it's a, a tough one. It's probably not a good time to mention that I won my seventh straight bet. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I won't mention that. I'll, I'll leave that. I'll, I will leave that. So yeah, I will not mention that I've just gone seven and oh. I know, it's unbelievable. I bring it. need
0: to actually back in these.
1: Yeah, I know. I think, I, think <laughs> I said to you, I haven't backed a single one of them with my <laughs> with my body. I, I know that as soon as I do. I'll. I'll start, I'm going to lose. so I'm just not going to do it. I'm gonna I'd, rather the, every week. I'm gonna I'd rather have the. I'd rather have the glory of it than uh, the I'm cash. I'm going to try and reverse jinx you. I'm going to start back. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I really thought you were going to get it. that that um, Browns comeback, but yeah, say kickers. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm so Backing back back the bloody Browns. Anyway, what's your your second takeaway? Um, say it is um, that the Vikings are the team that can stop the Rams. I think that they might be the one team that can stop the Rams. Yeah. Because that that defence got going yesterday. And I know it was the Jets, but they looked great again. Yeah, and the I Jets
0: think have been, that's,
1: been playing well recently, at offence. Yeah. So I think um, having uh, Darnold, they're going to be a bit up and down, but, yeah, I thought the Vikings are great yesterday. And that offence, the wide receivers, like Adam Feele, has just been just incredible this week, season.
0: 100 yards automatic.
1: He's so reliable. And then Stefan Diggs has almost become an afterthought and he's been yeah. excellent as well. It's... Yeah, that that whole team. If if they can get Dalvin Cook healthy for that run in, yeah, I think I think just keep sitting, just sit him out until he is hundred percent, and then let him go. But yeah, yeah if that the
0: running game into the, into the playoffs uh, to mix in with Thielen and the Diggs and Carl Rudolph, then that's a team.
1: Yeah, there's no re- what, if they can get them going, then if they can get him going, sorry, then there's no real weakness on that team, and I think they're the one. If one team can stop the Rams, I think it is them. Yeah, they played them pretty close, what, two, three weeks ago?
0: Yeah. They weren't, and they, weren't
1: blown out like the Rams have beaten most teams. So, yeah, it's,
0: it's encouraging for Minnesota, definitely.
1: Yeah, because I look at the Rams and I sort of, again, I don't think there's any weakness at all from offence, defence and specialties. I think they're they're like one of the best in the league in all three units. And You've got to attack in the secondary. And a team like yeah. Minnesota, as a team that can do that, they've got the weapons. Yeah, definitely. And if Cousins has one of his games, I think he can be up and down, but if he he can definitely get hot enough to win a Super Bowl for them,
0: I think he's um, been worth the money so far. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I I, uh, I definitely wasn't overly fond of any team going after him coming in, or when that, when it was all not happening. The money but
0: he was after. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. it's god to pay a, a middle of the road quarterback
1: that much guaranteed money, but he's been he's definitely not any issue for them. No, and I think that's all that team really needs at the moment, isn't it? And it, it doesn't feel like they've ended up having to. Sort of skin elsewhere to wear to to uh, have him, and I think that's the important yeah. thing. It's a fun to pay. Uh, you're rather, you're quarterback. If you're saving on other areas, and I think they are. And yeah, I think they're. I think they're a complete team. The Vikings. Yeah.
0: Uh, my second way. I think I've missed something. Why was the Eagles and Panthers game so touchy yesterday? They were scrapping all over the place. Eric Reid body slammed um,
1: Zach Ertz at one point. Well, I think it started. I think it started before the game, didn't it? Um, oh, right. Eric Reed and Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. Jets, Jenkins? Yeah, yeah, I think during the coin toss, Reed went on to pitch and was starting there. And I think, I think it just went from there. Oh, right. Yeah, all, all about. All I, I saw was just people fighting. after. So I can't. I can't remember the exact words, but after the game, Reed basically called Jenkins a sellout. What? And uh, yeah, I think it. I think it was just all from there and. Yeah, just spilled over to the game. Wow. Okay.
0: I like these touchy games. I like. I remember the Seahawks and uh, Saints playing a playoff game where the Saints were kind of warming up in the the Seahawks area, and that got a bit feisty before kickoff, and it led to some big some big hits and the, a bit of afters as well. I kind of like this because sometimes you see games and players just seem what they're going through the motions, and this kind of makes it like, yeah, these guys want to win, and there's there's kind of things on the line for them.
1: Yeah, I think it really adds something, doesn't it? I think mean, sometimes these games. It needs that edge, doesn't it? Because they can just, yeah, yeah, almost, almost like pass you by without ever really getting going. But yeah, yeah, I watched most
0: of Dallas Washington yesterday, and I couldn't remember a single thing that happened in that game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it's, yeah, that was an odd game. Yeah, could have done with some of this uh, feistiness.
0: Yeah, that's a division game as well. That should have been feisty, but this was, yeah, this was a really good game, and they can't, these games stand out when you look back and players having personal issues with each other is. Good for the sport, I think. Maybe not good yeah, healthily uh, mentally, but it's good for the
1: sport. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, Goodell would agree with that. <laughs> <I> think, uh, <laughs> no. It'd be uh, back away from it, but I do think it yeah adds another another layer, doesn't it? To some of these games, I think yeah. you need that sort of bit of a rivalry, definitely.
0: Uh, what's your third take element? Really?
1: So this is um, looking ahead to Sunday's game <laughs> yes. at Wembley, but it could the loser of this game could be done. That both teams are sort of teetering on the edge of just falling apart I think the Jags have lost three in a
0: row currently three and four uh, Eagles are three and four as well and they've lost They lost this weekend so yeah I mean I think if, more for the Jags this is a huge game if they lose that division is wide open
1: I think that's the thing for the Jags that division everyone seems to be struggling a little so maybe they can turn it around somehow if they do something on the trade deadline maybe, which, mm. you know, I, I won't spoil what I've got coming up. So. Foreshadowing, mate.
0: Well done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, I think if another loss for either of these teams and it feels like there's already a lot of infighting. There was like reports about um, when the doors got open for the media to the locker room yesterday mm. at the Jags and there was, um, I think it was Campbell holding back, I can't think who it was now, but he was holding back somebody and, yeah, then they just shut the doors. So, yeah, things obviously aren't right in Jacksonville. And I think we said this in the in our very first podcast that there was something not quite right because yeah. um, Fowler got suspended for fighting, didn't he? And yeah. that's never a good sign coming into the season. Yeah, I mean, things are things look primed to just completely collapse there. And yeah, it's not good for a team that was probably one of the favourites coming in.
0: No, although I do I do quite like it that it, if, they, if they do collapse, especially on defence, because that defence was so arrogant and so cocky. And they're just getting blown out most weeks by teams now, but then, yes. as I said to um, in our, our chat in our um, fantasy league yesterday to a, a Jags fan, it, there's there's only so much they can do if they're on the field for mi- literally fifty eight minutes of the game because Bortles has giving them no offense.
1: Yeah, and I think his turnovers and all them sort of things put them in bad spots. Yeah, and it's only so long. Yeah, they can hold out and keep going. So. You- You've got it. Must get to a point where it's like, oh, what is the point anymore? Yeah, <laughs> like, why
0: are we trying if the offense is yeah. doing absolutely nothing and they're continuing to
1: play Blake Bortles or Cody yeah.
0: Kessler now?
1: <laughs> and I think uh, Jalen Ramsey. He didn't actually come out and say it exactly, but I think he was uh, throwing some shade at yeah. Bortles in the post uh, post match yesterday. Like yeah, <laughs> he said, "Oh, i a lot You can all see what's happening. We're not allowed to say it, Lies, <laughs> blah, that sort of thing." Yeah, I think. Uh, if that wasn't aimed at Bortles, then <laughs> I don't quite know what it was. And yeah, he spent he spent the whole off season. Yeah, he spent the whole off season having a go at all the quarterbacks around the league. But yeah, I think it's probably his that's uh, <laughs> the big <laughs> issue. The biggest isn't it?
0: issue with yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that yeah that team is it's not in a good spot. But yeah, maybe they can do something. Yeah, um, they've got some work to do. My my third
0: takeaway is. Uh, a quick eulogy for Seahawks owner Paul Allen, who died last week. Um, without him, we would not be the Seattle Seahawks. We'd, we were on the verge of being moved to LA. They're um, going to be the Anaheim Seahawks, which is just dreadful. Um, he saved us. He kept us in the city. He did so much for sports in Seattle. He um, he was he, he was tr- trying and working on getting the, the SuperSonics back for the NBA. He owns the Portland Trailblazers, who are obviously just next to Seattle in terms of geography. Um, One of the most liked owners around the league, if you believe what you've been reading from people like Roger Goodell and other owners. And yeah, very sad that he's he's passed away. The reports are that his family want to keep the Seahawks within the family, which is good for me. Uh, I don't want to be owned by any other people because they're they're great owners. So rest in peace, Paul Allen.
1: Yeah, that's... uh... Yeah, great. So, such sad news, wasn't it? And, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's one of the best owners in the league. I'd say he's yeah, he's been fantastic for Seattle, wasn't he?
0: He was the richest owner in the league, but yet he turned up to league meetings in jeans and a t-shirt and trainers. And <laughs> don't think the money ever really changed his outlook on things. Uh, yeah. Like, co-owning Microsoft and co starting Microsoft, you you could have a bit of an attitude about yourself, but he never did.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think he always came across as one of the better owners in the league. And yes. Yeah. A, a real loss for the whole nfl yeah definitely. well and sport in general really yeah all,
0: all sports yeah he had a part i think he owned a bit of the uh, sounders as well in the mls and yeah big shame anyway let's move on then what we're gonna do this week the trade deadline's approaching dave yeah can't believe it, it's here already uh so we're gonna give you three or four trades that we'd like to see happen before the trade deadline
1: uh do you want to start or do you want me to start well, should I go so I've already uh, sort of hinted at one, one of mine. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, yes, well then. So it is the Jaguars Jaguars yeah. and I think they need to make if they the the problem for the Jags is they've got their window is closing. Yes. They're gonna they're not gonna be able to pay them that defensive side of the ball too much longer. All them players on that side. Yeah. We saw it with Seattle. Mm-hmm. All them players have gone now pretty much and that's not too far off happening for the Jags so I think they need to, if they're going to win a Super Bowl they need to be looking and doing it in either this year or next yeah, maybe maybe, maybe the season after that is their final season really but so I'd like to see them make a move and I think the one quarterback who seems to be available is Derek Carr Ooh. Like, I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan but I don't think he needs to be great for this Jags team to be well maybe the the leading team in the AFC. Yeah, he needs to be Derek Carr, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> he he can definitely give you what Blake Bortles gave you in the playoff run last year. Yeah. He can give you that all the time and he he can definitely keep, uh, like, hold on to the ball, not turn it over too much, just sort of give you, give you a chance and that's all they need and yeah, I'd like to see him go out and get a quarterback and I think Carr's the one for me that I think could really turn him around. I think, Obviously, you can have players like Ty- Tyro Taylor available, but I'm not sure he'd really give you that
0: much more than Bortles, to be honest. But Yeah, Tyrod was the guy I was thinking of. It wasn't one of my trades, but he was another option, I think. He'd, yeah. he'd, he'd keep the ball. He wouldn't turn it, turn it over as much as Bortles, but he doesn't give you yeah. as much as Derek Carr would, perhaps.
1: Yeah, and I think I think if Carr's available, then maybe just go out and spend... I assume it's probably going to be a first-round pick to get him, but I don't think that's that bad.
0: And They should be looking to pick the bones of the Raiders right now. I I, I wouldn't be adverse to them I'm going after um amari cooper as well because they need they need offense they haven't got any offense the yeah
1: So there's another one i've got written down actually amari cooper or <laughs> or even larry fitzgerald another yeah another one just give him that chance of a contender for one final push before he retires but yeah yeah i think they need to do something and yeah i think their window's closing so go out and do something about it now don't don't wait for it to happen and
0: no, because yeah. if you wait, your window, gets sh- your window shuts and it's yeah. too late.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they, they wait
0: much longer and they've got no chance, I don't think. I like that. That's a good first one. My one, the first one's going to be, and this is one that um, Dave actually sent to me last week, not you, the other Titans fan, Dave. Um, Golden Tate to Tennessee. Uh, I don't I don't see this happening. It's been rumoured, but what, I don't know why Detroit would make themselves worse, like knowingly worse, by trading away Golden Tate, who is a very, very good number two receiver, but The Titans need someone that can catch the ball. and Without Delaney Walker, they're they're struggling because their receivers just like dropping the ball a lot. Golden Tate makes sense because he's not hugely paid and they've got other options in Detroit. They've got that guy, uh, Michael Roberts, who came through yesterday, three catches, two touchdowns. Um, They've got obviously Marvin Jones and they've got a running game now, but they've also got Kenny Galladay. They've got options. They've got maybe he's expendable for Detroit and Tennessee should be looking that way.
1: I think the reason, if they were going to train him, is his contract's up at the end of the season. Yes. Maybe they would just look to move him on now and just get something back. Yeah, they could maybe return, ask for like
0: Tajay Sharp or one of these guys that don't really do much for the, the Titans.
1: Yeah, get get one of these younger guys from the Titans maybe and look more to the future. Because I guess it depends what the Lions see themselves as because they're not out of things no, as it stands. Not at all. And no. yeah. I think it sort of depends... Because it feels like if they traded Golden Tate away, they're almost giving up on the season. And
0: Yeah, you're three and three. You're one game back at the minute on the Vikings.
1: Yeah, and that that division's far from over, is it? isn't it? it, right now? And They're all four teams are in this still. Yeah, and... So, I, do, I would... I think... I, I had Golden Tate written down as a potential sort of trade target for a few teams, but... Mm. I don't know whether the Lions would do it, but if they do trade away, yeah, I think the Titans should definitely be in the running for him. I'd want to take back in Seattle in a
0: heartbeat. I think he's a really, really solid receiver. He never drops the ball. He's He'll always give you a few yards after the catch as well, and he's he's got the ability to make a huge play. It makes sense, this this trade. that Maybe they give up, the Titans maybe give up a fourth-round pick and a, a Tajay Sharp or some other guy, but I think it, it, it could happen but yeah. i'd have see Tate go somewhere where he's got a chance to win another super bowl but i don't think those kind of
1: teams are after him probably well i don't i don't think there's any team that he wouldn't improve no like you say he's a solid solid receiver out of, out of the contenders i think maybe the eagles or the saints maybe could go after him i guess yeah. they they're probably the two a bit of the two teams that are really sort of in the running for the super a super bowl yeah the eagles but need a,
0: a solid receiver
1: yeah they They've sort of got a lot of okay receivers, haven't they? But no one stand out yet. I think Golden Tate could maybe add that for them. There we go. That's my first one. What's your second? Well, I've got a few around, but, um, so speaking of the Saints, I think they really need to improve that defence. And Mm -hmm. one player that seems to be out there is Patrick Peterson. I think, I think he's been great for the Cardinals really this season. I think he's been really good and, but it seems like they're willing to move on from him and just look to build to the future. So I think if he's available, he could turn that Saints team round, like right around straight away. That secondary would become probably one of the best in the league. I think like he's just by training having for it. his best season. He's not flashing in the numbers like he has done
0: previously, but he is not the problem, they're the reason they're 1-5. No. he have been their best player by a mile, probably.
1: Yeah, and say, if they are looking to move on for him, then I think there's a few teams around the league that should be in the market for him. Yeah, That's no, right. I think the Saints uh, make a lot of sense for him. Because I think they're another team that their window's not got not very open anymore. and uh, Yeah, it's definitely shutting. Yeah, And uh, before Breeze retired, I think they really need to go out and try and win one. And yeah, adding someone like that on defence could turn them into a real contender.
0: Yeah, that would make a huge, huge uh, difference to that team uh my next one would be Devonte parker he's obviously out of his uh of miami uh his uh his agent has been speaking yesterday saying some uh not particularly nice things about the franchise and adam gates but yeah. the team that needs a receiver probably more than anyone is dallas yeah they are depressingly bad at wide receiver cole beasley michael Gallup, and alan hearns um they traded for Tavon austin and he got one he got one one target and one pass yesterday
1: yeah it's 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 hard there, isn't it? Because I've sort of been down on Dak a bit, but I think these last two three weeks, and I've watched him. He's ha- I've actually been quite impressed by him. But yeah, he's he playing just got, well. He's just got no one there to help him out.
0: No, he's got Zeke. Who teams are just loading the box, and as good as Zeke is, he can't get through eleven men at the line. No. he's these, he's struggling because
1: of their lack of receivers, and because of that, these these wide receivers should have such an easy job, but yeah, there's none of them open can do anything. All the time. But Alan Hearns, I really, I really liked him in Jacksonville. But he's yeah. a, he's probably like a really good number three or a sort of half decent number two. And yeah. right now he's, he's playing as their one, and that's not, not a good thing no, at all. That is
0: not his game. Devante Parker, he's not the best receiver in the world, but he's like, like said for before, he's a solid pair of hands. He will get you a lot of catches and a lot of first downs.
1: Yeah, and he, I think, mean, yeah, I think he could look good in that team. I'd say he could definitely take advantage of them one on ones that he'd be getting on there.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's, he's not needed in Miami anymore, is he? They've got Amendola, Stills and Wilson and uh, Grant as well.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the stuff with his agent yesterday was weird, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. They uh, ruled him out injured and then he basically and, uh, released yeah. a statement saying there was nothing wrong with him. And Adam gay basically called Adam Gates an idiot, essentially. <laughs> <It's everything's incompetent. laughs> yeah, it was uh, yes yeah, odd situation there, but... Yeah, I assume he's not gonna be a, a dolphin for too much longer.
0: No, probably one that's definitely gonna move this week. Yeah. Uh, another trade? What you got?
1: Um well uh, to say Amari Cooper could be one of the moves, but another wide receiver who I really like is Emmanuel Sanders. And it yeah. seems like the um Broncos are shopping him around the league a little and he's another player. I think he could really improve a lot of teams out there. I think any team that needs a wide receiver, he can he can improve. Yeah. He's so good at that slot and He's so, yeah, such a safe pair of hands. If you want someone who, to, who you can just rely on to throw the ball to like 10, 11, 12 times a game, mm. he could be your man. And Yeah, I think, say the Saints again, they're a team. If the Jaguars did uh, trade for Derek Carl, then why not go and get him a good wide receiver like Sanders or, say, the um, the Eagles again? Another team that could really do some help there. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah, I think he's, a, he's someone we could see moving this week and I think a few good teams out there could be after him.
0: Yeah, I think, certainly. Sanders is a very good receiver still. I'm going to the other side of the ball, and this one might sound odd, but Jamie Collins to the Patriots.
1: Yeah. Now, I know they traded uh, him away, <laughs> what, two two years ago? Yeah, it must be two years now. Yeah. Probably probably about two years to the day, almost.
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty so I think it was on the trade deadline. Yeah. I think they could do a lot worse than having him back in the building, because they've got a few issues in that linebacking core, haven't they, Patriots?
1: Yeah, I... Uh, I really like this one, and I've seen it rumoured around as well that it could happen. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it's. I think the Patriots have got a bit of a cap problem. Is the only issue with it? Right. Collins um, is not a big deal as well, isn't it? I think. Yeah. So I don't know if a, I imagine they could work it around somehow, and it probably yeah. wouldn't be that hard There's to work. Ways around the cap. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like it. I would really like that one. I think the really Patriots a good needs, linebacker. Yeah, he can do a bit of everything, can't he? You? He's mm. such a such a talented player and. I love Jamie Collins when he was at the Patriots. So yeah, I definitely yeah. like to see that one. Happen. Getting,
0: getting back there with uh, Dante Hightower, that's a fearsome uh, two. And then you
1: just got, is it Carl Van Noy as well as out, out there? Yeah. Yeah, there's sort of a, there's a um, God, I can't even remember his name now. There was a linebacker who was performing really well at the start of the season. He just got, he went to IR after like three weeks. And yeah, the defence just struggling a little. And oh, was that, yeah, um, adding
0: ben, Bentley?
1: Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, without him, they're sort of struggling a little. He, he looked like he's going to have a breakout season, but yeah, adding someone like Jamie Collins could really help any team. Yeah,
0: I think he's a very good player that's not kind of working out where he is. Uh, any more trades from you, well
1: Well, I feel like the big one that people will talk about is Slavion Bell, but yeah. I think the teams that could potentially trade for him and the teams that I thought could trade for him, they—I think, I think they're sort of running out, because <laughs> I think all the teams that could trade for him are losing games every week. And there's sort of not they're not really many of them left that are actually contenders. So yeah. there's sort of no win now teams that would I could really see a move into. The only one that I can really see a move into is the Colts because that AFC South is wide open and they might yeah. they might decide that, well, we can we can really make a run at this and go for him but yeah, I'm not sure Bell's really gonna end up getting traded. I think he'll end up staying at the Steelers and yeah, I think it's going to be a weird situation for him because it feels like everyone's turned on him there. I don't think his teammates <laughs> yeah, are really happy with him. Anymore, do they? Yeah, I don't think the fans want him there. So I'm sure as soon as he makes his first touchdown back, they'll forget that it's anything, anything, anything's even happened. But yes. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird situation. And I think it's probably better for all round if they, if they could find a trade. But, yeah I, yeah, I don't really see him getting traded. But I think, yeah, if anyone's going to, I think it will still be the Colts.
0: I had a, a left bell one as well. What do you think to the uh, Redskins? So obviously AP is the, the man at the minute, but he's had injury problems, and that would make a good one too. Yeah, that, that's that's a very interesting one actually. So I didn't even thought about the Redskins. They're Four and two now after their win yesterday. Sneakily yeah. leading the NFC East and could could do some damage
1: later on in the season. Well, their offense is pretty much Peterson at the moment, so. If they can, if they can just add Bell and then just go to all-out run attack, then yeah, that, that's that's a very interesting one actually. Hmm. I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, that's, I like that one.
0: And I my, my got one more, and is please anyone trade for Larry Fitzgerald? Get him out of Arizona. I know he's a legend, and he'll always be a legend for the Cardinals, but he deserves more than what they're currently doing.
1: Yeah, I, I'm mates. with you on that. Yeah, I'll say if, if the Jags do decide to do so in a quarterback, I think they're a team that should move for him. And yep, yeah, I agree with that. Anyone, just anyone who's a contender, just give him a chance. Yeah. He
0: deserves it. He's. Well, Steve Smith was my favourite receiver in the league for a long time and probably well, my all time favourite receiver, but Fitz is not fat behind him.
1: No, he's, he's just been fantastic. He really deserves one final. Final shot at it, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, he's been on a terrible team for so long. This Arizona team flashed for one year, but apart from that, they've been awful for ages. And yeah, he deserves a chance with at least a middling team that can make some impact in the playoffs, uh, even a contender. This is the kind of move that I'd, I'd see the Patriots making if they weren't so stacked.
1: Yeah, I think he can still contribute as well. Yeah. I think we've seen this season he can still. It's not really been his fault. He hasn't. His numbers probably haven't been as good as other years. He when he's when the ball's thrown at him and. He's still catching it, everything that comes like near him, really. He's just yeah. not really getting a chance because the quarterbacks have been just dreadful, really. Yeah. That whole offence, not just the quarterbacks. Yeah, He's it's... got no offensive line. No, and yeah, it would be nice to see him just have one final shot at it. Yeah, definitely.
0: That was my final one? you got any more?
1: Um, <clears throat> so, there's a few players. I think like LeSean McCoy is obviously going to be shot yeah. around, but I don't know if anyone will make a move for him. I think there's probably a few teams that are going to be really active. And I think it's the Jags, Eagles and the Saints at the contenders. I think they're the ones that are going to be... Yeah. I could really see making a lot of moves to try and change things. But it's going to be... It could, it's, I, think, I think we're seeing a more and more active trade deadline every year, aren't we? And I think... Yeah, I it's think getting, there could be a few getting more interesting... and more like the NBA. Trades are a
0: thing that happen now in the NFL. I remember when I started watching, trades just didn't happen. No.
1: And so we saw Carlos Hyde move at the weekend, which... Yeah, just completely yeah. randomly out of nowhere. On, it it was yeah, it was odd because I felt like he was doing quite well for the Browns and Doesn't he leading the see, league and running rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and <laughs> like Nick Sharp, I like him, but he hasn't seemed like he's been. I know he had that one game where he had like the three runs and a hundred yards or something, but other yeah. than that, he hasn't looked like he. Oh, let's turn it over to him because he's been so good. But they obviously see something there, and they didn't get a lot in return. <laughs> so I think a lot of the, we could see a lot of these moves in the kind of week, sort of fifth, sixth, seventh rounders for. Yeah, players like him that could uh, yeah really have a big impact on the team yeah definitely well we'll, we'll have
0: to see uh, Traded Line will be before our next podcast so we'll have some stuff to talk about next week yeah certainly right. uh, let's look forward to this weekend's games and obviously we're recording this on a Monday um, so we've not had Monday Night Football Monday Night Football tonight is the Giants at Falcons um, a huge one for the Falcons they need to win the Giants are already out of it uh, yeah. Can you see anything else happening
1: other than a Falcons' victory here? I don't, Maybe because that Falcons defense just can't stop anybody, can they? No, it's awful. I think this is the week we see whether Eli is 100% finished or just sort of 95% finished. If <laughs> if he's got anything left in the tank, he should he should score. Heaps on this uh, Falcons defense, but yeah, yeah, I, I will be banking on it.
0: Let's put it that way. No, it's in Atlanta, so Matty Ryan will have a game as well. It's, it, it could be a shootout. It really could. It could be like forty-five, forty-three. Yeah, you'd you'd expect it to be that, but
1: yeah, I don't. I, wake I don't up tomorrow really.
0: Eighteen, ten. I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be staying up for this one. No, no I don't think I will
0: be either. Um, no. So the uh, schedule then for next week: for Monday, uh, Thursday night football. Dolphins at Texans. She uh, doesn't jump off the page as you as a great game, but I think it could be sneaky good. The The last three games between these two, there's been a lot of points scored. Like, yeah. Over 40, over 60 in the last game, so...
1: I assume it's going to be Osweiler again, is it? Because yeah, On the short long. week. Yeah, on the short week, and he, he wasn't exactly great, was he, at the weekend? He wasn't no. uh, a bit more of that Brock we know than the uh, week before. <laughs> I'm amazed he's still in the league, to be honest. But then he
0: has, like you say, that that in in relief of Tannehill last week, he played great, and then he's back to being himself this week.
1: Yeah, I think. In fairness, to him, I think he can be a good backup, and I say so he didn't. I don't think he had a turnover. I don't think he threw an interception or anything, did he? Figures uh, out like sort of two hundred something yards, couple of touchdowns, no interception. So yeah. it's not like it's not a terrible game, and that could definitely be enough to beat this Texans team. It's an interesting one. Both teams at four and three, isn't it? And Yeah, I still don't yeah, know what to make hit, of this, this team. Yeah, they're, they they're an odd one. Every week. Yeah, I don't really understand what this team is. because hmm. They're trying to make
0: Watson into a pocket quarterback, which is baffling.
1: Yeah, I do not understand it. At all, what they're doing with him.
0: You've got a terrible offensive line. And you've got a, a, an inju- a formerly injured quarterback. Why are you trying to... When he, when he can run and be incredibly explosive, why are you trying to keep him in the pocket? It's odd.
1: Yeah, I am not sure either on that one. They, uh, yeah, I, don't, I just don't understand what this Texans team is. They've got no. so much talent and they just never seem to be able to really do anything with it. Almost and, fittingly,
0: they're, they're leading the AFC South because this, this whole division, I don't know where any of these teams are in this division.
1: Yeah, I think mean, it's quite... It's quite similar to other years where I think the Texas just taking care of things in division and that's that's about all they need. Yeah, they've won four in a row. They've started off 0-3 and they've, since then they've turned around. But they've not been
0: flashy. They're just getting the job done, which is, I think, really all you need to do in the South, isn't it?
1: Yeah, if they can come out of it 5-1 in the South, which isn't exactly unrealistic... No taken, uh, yeah, they're probably strong favourites for the division and it's just sort of what they've done, isn't it? And, yeah. yeah, it's weird because all four teams, there's things you could pick out about them that you would really like. but Yeah, I yeah, still no. really like the Colts. Yeah, they're two and five but
0: there's no reason for them. They they can't win this division.
1: No. and they've, <laughs> they've got, got the best quarterback. Yeah, and they've got such an easy schedule left. Yeah, they, they've got
0: Marlon Mack who's looking explosive now as well after yesterday.
1: Yeah, if they can, if they can get a run game going and that. I think yeah, I think they play the Dolphins. I think they play the NFC East, so all all of them games are winnable. And yeah, I think that yeah, I like the Colts to go on a run and do something in this division. But the Colts haven't got a game that they
0: should lose. They've got Raiders, Jags, Titans, Dolphins, Jags, Texans,
1: Cowboys, Giants, and Titans. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think they're going to win all of them. No. I'm not sure there'll be underdogs in any of them. Or assume they probably strong split underdogs. with the Jags, split with the Titans. Yeah, and that's it. Well, if they could win both against them, Titans, which I say is not yeah. unrealistic. They're in a really good spot, but and they only yeah. lost in
0: overtime to the Texans previously as well. So they've, they're scoring points, but more. I mean, we've, we've kind of transitioned onto the Colts, but they yeah. are um, managing Andrew Luck a lot better. Let's let's talk about that game now. They're playing the Raiders this week. Um,
1: what? They should blow them out of the building, shouldn't they? Well, you would think so. The Raiders are awful. Yeah, and say obviously you don't know, coming off the bye and all that stuff, the Raiders, but yeah, it feels like this should be, you can pencil this one as a Colts win, but...
0: Which sounds weird, yeah. Colts on the road uh, after the last few seasons they've had, but they're by far the better team. The Raiders, I saw them firsthand, and they just look like they don't really care. Derek Carr was just getting pressured on seemingly every single play. Their best offensive players were Derek Carr sneaks and uh, quarterback runs.
1: Yeah, it's it's not great. And by that time, by the time we get there, the Raiders could have traded half their team away as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Lynch is seemingly going to Y R as well. Yeah, they're they're really struggling and I think at this point I, I I know they're not gonna they would never come out and say they're tanking, but yeah, I think <laughs> they I think their eyes are firmly set on that number one pick.
0: Yeah. I think they're... There's not even much of a fight on who's going to get it. It might be between them and the Cards, but the Cardinals will probably beat the Seahawks later in the season because that's what they want to do. So
1: they'll win two games
0: over the, more than the Raiders.
1: There's, some, there's probably four or five teams in this league that are just dreadful, and yeah. the Raiders are probably worse than all of them, which is <laughs> unbelievable, really. Yeah, Maybe the, the Cardinals. The Niners
0: both one and six, but I, I would back them to win more games than the Raiders this year. Even the Giants, yeah. they'll, Beckham and
1: Barkley will, will will them
0: to two or three more wins.
1: Yeah, you'd you'd think so, and yeah, the Raiders have got to be the favourites at this point for that first pick. Yeah, <laughs> awful.
0: Uh, let's jump back into line. Then Eagles play Jags at Wembley Stadium, nine thirty a.m. kickoff for the people on the east coast, one thirty kickoff for us in the UK. That's just got the clock to go back, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I like this week. It's probably my favourite week of the year. <laughs> get to get to them them Sunday games finish at like eleven thirty or so. So it's <laughs> nice that one. Always feels weird. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah five o'clock and they're already kicking off but <laughs> yeah um, it's nice
0: this should should be an Eagles win but then the Jags seem to like playing at Wembley
1: yeah it's a tough one to call because say, so we mentioned it earlier but I think this could be yeah loser loser leaves town sort of game yeah and yeah it's hard to see I think both teams are sort of struggling for whatever reason and I like Carson Wentz and he played really well against the Panthers but when it came down to it it was when he played his worst football of the day and yeah. that's not a good sign. No. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: not at all. I mean the, the last three games between these two the Eagles won all three of them quite convincingly. Um, last game was three years ago but they, I think they're just a better team. They're more rounded the Eagles. They have something on offence. They've lost a couple of players. The joey has gone down for the season but Wentz is getting back to being Carson Wentz and Alshon Jeffrey is always a threat for a long touchdown.
1: Yeah, and this Jags team, we don't even know who's going to be starting at quarterback. But I'm not sure either option is good. <laughs> it's cause that's the, that's a the problem. They didn't go out and get any competition for Bortles. They just no, pretended they like a it wasn't an backing,
0: issue. Blake Bortles, and it's coming. Yeah, they them now.
1: Yeah, they, they're getting everything they deserve from doing that. And yeah. while well, it's good to show confidence in your quarterback, you can't just pretend that he's not an issue and.
0: No, That's exactly. sort of what
1: they've done, and it's not. I think it's going to come back to haunt them now.
0: I mean, even we went out and got Brent, Brett Hunley as a backup. He's not great, but I'd, I'd start him over Blake Bortles or um, Cody Kester at this point.
1: Yeah, it's. Yeah, such an odd one. I'd Because Kester just isn't the answer, is he? And <laughs> Yeah, Bortles. In any other team, you'd be benched pretty much, but. Yeah, but, but surely they quite can't quite. make a trade this week because they're in London. It's going to be really tricky to get anything happening it's, for them. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, not a good situation for Jacksonville. No, bad timing all round. Uh, yeah, so I think we're going Eagles win. Yeah, I think Eagles win, but so they do well in London and obviously they're used to coming over here and I think they'll have more support at Wembley, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird game this. It felt like this could be... This could be the, the biggest game when they're announced. This could be a massive one yeah. for two real contenders. But right now, it's both teams re- realistically could miss the playoffs and I don't think anyone would have predicted that coming into the season. No, not at all.
0: Uh, next up, we've got Denver Broncos at Kansas Chiefs. Um, this is a tricky one to call, I think. Like, <laughs> I, <don't>, Den- <laughs> I know the Chiefs are blowing teams out, but that defence is were the worst in the league. And... They weren't made to put up much of a fight against the Bengals last night. Andy Dalton became Andy Dalton again and had his worst game of the season. But I don't know. There's something about this Broncos team.
1: And I, I always think in divisional games, there's a chance for something weird to happen. Yes. There but is. I struggle to see the Broncos giving them a game. I think this Broncos team. Do you think, I think I the mean, Chiefs obviously win, but I think the Broncos could, could make something of this. I don't know. But I know. I know they blew out the Cardinals, but I think that was a bit of a. I think. If when you actually look at it, like Case Keenum didn't actually play very well again, and <laughs> I, it's which is weird, saying a forty-five ten win, but it was a lot of defensive stuff. There was a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff from the defense and special teams, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, yeah, I yeah, I struggle to right now. I'm really struggling to back Case Keenum to with any game, and you know the Chiefs are probably going to put up, even on a bad day, they're probably going to put up like twenty-five thirty points, and I'm yeah. not convinced. Keenum can really do that at the moment, but well, obviously they did last week, but against a better team. Yeah, their best
0: hope is to get some defensive points and yeah. just keep pounding that rock. Keep giving it to Philip Lindsay, who I never thought would be a, a, a good running back in this league. I thought he had a one-game flash against the Seahawks and has been poor since then. But he looked good last week against Cards. But then again, it's it's against the Cards. What can you take from that, really?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like they probably need something. One of their games with a few turnovers and yeah. Sort of a bit like the Bears had with the Patriots yesterday, where they had a chance to win, but there was like two turnovers on special teams, and or one like a fumbled kickoff, and a sort of fumbled not long after that sort of game. I think if the Chiefs have something like do that sort of thing, then the Broncos have a chance. But if it's just if it's quite a standard game, I can't see the Broncos just hanging with the Chiefs. I think it could be more more to
0: the uh, the uh, Patriots Bears game yesterday. They'll be hanging around. I don't think the Chiefs will be able to put them away. Because yeah. it's that division game, they're always always close.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. Another division hey, game
0: next. The Browns travel to Pittsburgh. Um, two four and one Browns against the three two and one Steelers.
1: This that Browns team. Like, <laughs> I know I say it pretty much every week, but oh, uh, can they please just fire Hugh Jackson?
0: <laughs> Was that their oh, fifth overtime of the season?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's at like the most. That it's is four insane. or five. I think it's the most liked by any team ever, and we're only seven weeks in. <laughs> it's. But have, have you seen that Hugh Jackson said he needs to get more involved in the offense? And, oh,
0: no, you need to get less involved with everything. Hugh. I
1: think like, he was. Uh, I think I feel like he was calling plays on uh, the last two seasons, and well, <laughs> yeah, it's, not it's gone just. Well. I just because the, the stupid thing is he is a really good offensive coordinator. Uh, coordinator yeah. But as a head coach, he's just woeful. It, like. Every single season, he's shown that he's just not good enough, and they've yeah, got if, to fire if, him soon. If Todd
0: Haley isn't interim head coach by, what, week 10, week 11, 12, then their season's wasted again.
1: And, yeah, it's, well, I just I don't even know what still lost it.
0: four games this season
1: and drawn one. Yeah, and they've been in nearly every game, and I guess you've got to give them credit for that, but... Oh, other than was it the Chargers? No, who did they play? Well, they got well, yeah, whoever it was anyway. It,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, they got like blown out. But other than that, they've been in like pretty much every other game. But
0: that's been the case for two seasons yeah. or two and a half seasons now. They've they've not really been blown out often. They've been no. hanging around, but just can't. They they
1: kill themselves every week. And I, and I do think teams can be too quick to move on from head coaches. But
0: three years now, a few times yeah.
1: I think I don't know what they're expecting to come from Hugh Jackson here. Is no. it's not good, and <laughs> I just don't see it getting any better. But yeah, it, it, cause it's annoying because there's so much about this Brown team that I really like. So yeah. many players I like as individuals and all those sort of things. But yeah, with him, it's just yeah, yeah. not good at all.
0: Yeah, we know that they're going to be killed more than they're going to be successful because of the head coach. Um, next up is the Redskins at Giants. Giants on a short week, um, division game. Everything's pointing to a Redskins win here.
1: Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, off the as I say, off the short week. It's I wouldn't fancy the Giants in this game anyway. No. So yeah, that just another thing, isn't it, added to it.
0: The Redskins are I, currently fifth in defense this season.
1: Yeah, they've had a really good defense. It's just Alex Smith just hasn't really got going and. I like Alex Smith, but yeah, so I mean, he sort of is what he is, isn't he? And
0: you know what you're going to get with him. He's a better case Keenum, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, not pr- yeah, pretty much. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's sort of the right sort of uh, thing for him. He's going to do. He's going to make some plays, and he can do sort of a bit, a bit on his feet. And it's not. Yeah, they're they're a they're sort of decent team. Who is, sorry? Uh, Adrian Peterson. He's looking oh, yeah. kind of, not
0: back to his best, but he is a very serviceable running back at the minute. he's pounding the rock pretty hard.
1: Well, he, yeah, he was. I thought he was really good yesterday. Mm. He's had a couple of games where he's been a bit off, but yeah, on the whole, I think he's been more than they ever could have hoped for. Yeah. I think if uh, teams knew that they were getting this Adrian Peterson, then yeah, I think a lot of teams... Yeah, it. No, definitely. Yeah, he never would have lasted till when he did in free agency, but... No. Yeah, I can't really see this going anywhere but a Redskins win. Yeah, it has to be.
0: I'm um, next Seahawks at Lions. It's weird since Seahawks play at six o'clock or even five o'clock this week. We never play early games. It it, it, it throws me out completely whenever <laughs> we play an early game like this. Um, yeah, we're traveling to the Lions. Should be a good game. Both teams three and three. Both teams are kind of doing as expected this season. I think.
1: Yeah, I think. It could be quite an important game this come the end of the season. Mm. I mean, both teams are sort of there or thereabouts and probably going to be right in the wild card race, both of these teams. And yeah, mm. this this could be an important one come the end of the season.
0: I think this is two nine and 9-7, 10-6 kind of teams. Both teams have the ability to get that many wins, but also they could both realistically finish 8-8, eight and 7-9 eight, um, and nine if things don't break their way. For as much change as we've had on that defence, we're currently sitting 6th in the league in overall defence, which I am—I I thought would happen. Everyone pointed to the fact that we've lost all these players, but there's some good young players there. Frank Clark needs to be paid and needs to be paid right now because if there's any chance he's going to walk out of the building, then we're screwed because he is becoming a monster. Uh, he gave Derek Carr nightmares last week at Wembley and I think he injured him as well um, on one of the sacks. And also we've got defenders that are laying people out every week Bradley McDougald and Tedrick Thompson have between them knocked out three receivers in the past two weeks um, so we're, we're not any less hard hitting than we were previously
1: offensively yeah, it's all about running the ball yeah I think I think that's the I think that's the thing if Seals can get a run game going over this second half of the season then they're gonna they're not a team you particularly want to play coming into the playoffs
0: no they're going back to playing Seahawks football Pete Carroll style football
1: yeah, and they sort of got away from that a little, haven't they? And I think, they did, but I think yeah. it makes yeah. it makes it a lot easier for Russell Wilson if they can do that. I think it sort of yeah makes his his life a lot easier. Yeah, if you can run the ball
0: successfully, it opens up that play action pass, and there's not obviously I'm a Seahawks fan, but there aren't many better deep passes in the league than Russell Wilson off of play action. He can find Thug Baldwin every single time, and yeah. the emerging David Moore as well. Three touchdowns in his past two games.
1: Yeah, they seem to. Have, they were giving lots of Brandon Marshall at the start of the season, weren't they? But they seem to be uh, a lot of his targets are now going elsewhere. Yeah,
0: and I like, I like the Lions as well. They're one of my more favourite teams in the league. They kind of annoyed me for a few weeks this season, but they they beat good teams and lose to poor teams. It seems, which is an odd way
1: to do it. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I, they seem to be getting a, a run game going now, which has probably been their big Achilles heel, wasn't it, over the last few uh, years? Yeah, this could be proper old school football. Hard defence on both sides and uh, running the ball. Yeah, I think I had about two hundred and fifty yards almost on the ground yesterday. The Lions, so yeah, one hundred and fifty-eight from on Johnson and got nice I'm pretty sure Blunt the
0: backs there. Haven't
1: they? Yeah, between him, Blunt and uh, like Abdullah just throwing in every now and again and yeah. um, Theo Riddick. Yeah, it's a real nice collection and. Yeah, I think I I like Carry on Johnson and yeah, I think this this could be a sneakily good game this one. Yeah, it's going to be
0: proper proper football. Proper late uh, late in the year football game.
1: Yeah, and this 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 one could be massive when it comes to wildcard well, just for the tiebreaker. Yeah. Whoever wins this is going to be in a really good spot to get that get one of those two spots.
0: Yeah, it's two teams that are kind of going to finish second at best in their division. Yeah. Well we are certainly. There's no way we're catching it seven oh Rams at this point. But um No. I think that no one's gone. <laughs> Bucks versus Bengals next. Yes, in Cincinnati. Uh the Bucks won somehow yesterday. They're first in offence and first on passing this season so far, but that's kind of skewed much more towards weeks one, two and three. Uh Bengals are second to last in defence and second to last in rushing
1: this year. It's It's weird, isn't it? Because I like Joe the Mixon. Team, but I'm not sure. Yeah, really. yeah like and we, what's the first few weeks? It felt like they're a team that could really go on and snatch this division away with like the um Steelers struggling and yeah. the Ravens are sort of, they are what they are. We thought, well, they could really go on, but they just seem to lose games that they should win or should they should be in and yeah, like, like obviously yesterday they were dreadful against the uh Chiefs. Yeah, they had absolutely uh, no offence at all. No. And it's not like that Chiefs defence. I don't know, they have improved, but that Chiefs defence hasn't been great. And, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, the, the Bengals are such a weird team because I, really, I still really like them, but, mm. yeah, they can lose every single week and that's not great. <laughs> Another team that desperately needs a head coaching change, I think. Yeah, they needed that for the past t- 10 years, I think. <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> just some fresh <laughs> ideas in there. So just, just something different. It's the same thing every year, isn't it? Yeah that, that defence as well seemed to have like disappeared like what was looking like a good defence has yeah really struggled these last couple of weeks which could be an issue
0: against the the uh, high throwing offence of the Bucks
1: yeah I, I think Winston's been alright these last couple of weeks I think he's done fairly well like him against the Browns he made some nice plays mm. and so yeah, I think he's always going to have his issues but I feel like I've been a bit of a Winston fan since he came into the league and yeah I think if he can get it right. Then I think he can be. He's never going to be like top tier quarterback, but I think he has got something there. I don't think he's. I, I think there's a lot of talk about the Bucks maybe moving on from him this year, but I just don't see it happening.
0: I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Jameis, but that's more for his uh, his off field stuff. I do like. Yeah. His, I do like his play. He hmm. reminds me of uh, a less good Cam Newton, but he can have his days where he is unbeatable. Like yesterday, 32 completed passes, 365 yards. Didn't throw a touchdown. But threw two 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 picks. That kind of, you put a touchdown in there, and that's almost the perfect Jameis stat line.
1: Yeah, to me, he's almost like a poor man's Andrew Luck, yeah. where he's going to throw, sling the ball around. He's going to do this, and he can win you the game, but he's always going to have his mistakes and his interceptions. And yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he can ever drag a team quite like Andrew Luck can. But I think he's sort of similar sort of style for me. And yeah, again, there's yeah. another one of them quarterbacks I like watching because. You never quite know what's gonna happen with him. No. As a neutral, he's fun to watch.
0: He is fun to watch as neutral. He's hard to take down. He's got a bit of everything, hasn't he? He's got a bit of yeah. a bit of Big Ben, a bit of Andrew Luck. He's all kind of all rolled into one, which is Yeah. I, I imagine if you're a Bucks fan.
1: Yeah. I, I imagine if you're a Bucks fan, then it's probably frustrating as anything to watch. But Great for a neutral. Yeah. Yeah, great for it's great fun for a neutral, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: next up is Jets at Bears. Um should be a Bears win. It is at home. That defence is rocking. Khalil Mack is uh, is he injured? Did he play yesterday, Khalil Mack?
1: Yeah, he played yesterday, yeah. I he
0: uh, looking a bit shaky on that ankle. Well,
1: at one stage it looked like he put a massive hit on Brady, but then like the replay, it didn't look quite so bad. But in real time it was like, Oh no. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, I was I was worried there, but yeah, it wasn't too bad in the end. But yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely not um hundred percent, but he's still still one of even at like whatever he is, 75%, he's still one of the better defenders in the league, that's yeah. for sure. So,
0: what, what Jamaica, the, the, we mentioned the Jets earlier, and Darnold, we kind of know what you're going to get from rookie QB. How do you think Trubisky's done in his second year? He's kind of <sighs> been given more responsibility, hasn't he?
1: So, obviously I watched him a lot more closely yesterday than I probably have all season, because yeah. he was playing against the Patriots, and I think, once again, he it sort of confirmed what I felt about him, that he's just, I just don't think, Bears trust him when it comes down to it. Mm. I think he, he might be the best running quarterback in the league. Well, I mean, not Cam Newton. He's not as good as him running the ball, but he's definitely up there. He's sort of top three or four rushing quarterback in the league.
0: Eighty-one yards and a touchdown yesterday.
1: Yeah, and once he gets out running, he's so good. He can, he can really like run it well. But yeah, I just don't trust him with his arm. And I think his stats are probably going to look better yesterday than. He deserved, I think, at half-time, he had something like double the amount of rushing yards. He had passing yards.
0: Yeah, he finished with 333 yards and two touchdowns from 50 passes, 26 completions. I think, worryingly, for the Bears, Jordan Howard, 12 carries for 39 yards. He got a they touchdown just, to save his fancy day, but that's not good enough.
1: No, they they seem to want to move away from him, don't they? But. To me, he's a player that you know, should be leading on. I really like Jordan Howard. Yeah, but... Get him going, get him
0: warmed up and motoring, and he can pound that ball. He's, he's a proper old school kind of runner back, I think, with a bit of yeah. the, the, the flash of a, a newer style runner back as well.
1: Yeah, that stat line's not great against the Patriots defense that struggled to stop any anyone running on them.
0: Yeah, exactly. only Tariq Cohen, 6 for 14 as well. That's not great.
1: No, and it is like Cohen, they seem to want to get the ball in his hands more and more, and that sort of. Where Jordan Howard's been struggling a little, but yeah, yeah yesterday it was, Howard got the touches. He just couldn't really do anything with them. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird one for the Bears. Just, yeah, just don't trust Trebitsky when it comes down to it. And say three, 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 three yards, but I think he got fifty-five of those on that hail mary yeah. right at the end.
0: <laughs> Why? Well, how how yeah. can
1: you not fall one yard forward as well? Oh, yeah. it was. How can you not do <laughs> that? It was, it was tough on him because there was about eighty-five defenders on him as soon as he caught the ball, wasn't there? But yeah, so uh, as soon as he caught, I was like, oh, "Yeah, oh no, I can't believe it. This is this play is going to be shown a lot over these next few years." And yeah, luckily, uh, luckily, managed to stop him. But good yeah, defense is in the end. Yeah, it was, it was a weird game because both teams had sort of some sloppy plays and interceptions and turnovers. But it felt I felt in it that the Patriots were a much better team. But yeah, they couldn't put the Bears away and. Say maybe you can do enough to hang around, but I don't think if it comes to it in January, so the Bears do make the playoffs. I don't think I would trust no. Trubisky to get it done, and no, I, I don't not. think the offense, uh, the coordinators and coaches do either. And I think mean, that's half the problem.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're spot on there. Uh, the Jets, on the other hand, I quite like this Jets team, but they're a couple of years away from being the, the finished article. I like Darnold but his stat line was 17 of 42 yesterday. That's uh, you need to be completing more of those passes.
1: Yeah, I think they're still a few pieces away and maybe one or two off seasons away from being a real team, but I think yeah. once they do once they've got that, I think they've got the quarterback there to build around and then Yeah, I think in a couple of years' time they could be a real threat, but yeah, right now they're they're just not. I think they're gonna they'll win games and I think they'll probably cause an upset or two here and yeah. there, but yeah, I don't think they're consistent enough to really to really threaten anybody. No, not at all. It a real out. contender. They had five fumbles
0: yesterday as well. Uh, they, they actually lost one of them, but you need to be holding on to that ball better if you're stand yeah. a chance of
1: winning games. Yeah, the, uh, the Vikings gave them a, yeah, a tough day for the uh, Jets' offence yesterday.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, up next, we have got the Ravens at the Panthers. This is a nice game. I want to watch this game. I like both these teams this season. I don't really know why I like the Panthers. I've never been a Cam Newton fan. I think he's... As my friend Adams calls him, he's a terrible winner and a terrible loser. Um, <laughs> I don't like his his uh, celebrations of first downs and all this this arrogance and stuff. But he's he's very good this year. He's having a really good season. Kind of flying under the radar a bit as well as the Panthers are in general. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm on the opposite of Cam, but. Oh, when I was probably at my peak, I'd say, watching college football, yeah. like every single week, it was when he was uh, at Auburn, and I sort of loved him ever since those days. And yeah, I quite like it, really. <laughs> like, I like, he's the sort of player you love to have on your team, but hate when he's on other teams, isn't exactly. he? And,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird.
0: Robbie Savage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just can't put any teams away, though, can they? The Panthers, and I know yeah. they come back this week, but other weeks they just let teams hang around, and it's weird. I just. Yeah, so I feel like they should be
0: this week against the yeah. Ravens' defense, which it took Drew Brees playing peak Drew Brees to beat them
1: yesterday. Yeah, they're such a good uh, defense. Sorry, mm. I think the offense is odd though for the Ravens. I don't know why they're persisting with this Lamar Jackson stuff. They're fourth in the league in overall offense, which it's it's really weird, isn't it? Surprises me. It, it doesn't feel like they're that good, but no. it, it, yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah, the Lamar Jackson. I think just stick with Flacco. Flacco's like Flacco's playing really, really well. Yeah, and I think when it comes down to it, I think they will cut them down. But yeah, yeah it just seems just seems to like almost kill a bit of momentum for them when he comes in. Yeah, they're uh, doing it yesterday.
0: And the Saints as well with Taysom Hill. Just keep your best players in there. Don't try to work these fancy trick plays,
1: guys. In yeah, there. it's almost like the coaches are trying to prove that they're smart than everyone else, isn't it? And yeah. it's yeah, it just seems odd. And they like Hill for the Saints. Obviously, it's actually quite working fairly well. He's doing no okay then, but is he really doing any better than they do if they just kept breezy in and let him throw it or do whatever they the do with the as
0: well? Like, I know he's a, a, a threat to run, but Drew Brees is historically the most successful passing quarterback in the league history. Giving yeah. him the ball in the red zone. I
1: think that's just the Sean Payton factor, isn't it? Yeah,
0: trying to be too smart for his own good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this, this one's... Uh, yeah, this one could be an excellent game. I yeah. think both teams are. I think, mean, but I don't think either of the favourites in their divisions or um, conferences. Sorry, but I think it wouldn't be a massive shock if either of these ended up finding their way into the Super Bowl.
0: No, definitely. If not. things
1: broke right, and yeah, they could they can beat anyone on their day. Both of these teams. Hmm. Next
0: up is the one and 49 ers taking on the one and six Arizona Cardinals. Um, <laughs> whoever's the least
1: bad in this game wins the game. Then. <laughs> oh this i i guess the 49ers are probably going to end up favorites just because they've sort of actually been in these games have not they yeah. each week but oh this is this is not a good game is it <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that like the opposite of that panthers ravens game we're talking about
0: yeah they gave they gave the rams a few scares yesterday but it was a cakewalk in the end for 39 to 10 um the Cardinals. This makes depressing reading. Thirty second in overall offense, twenty fourth in defense, thirty first in passing, and thirty first in rushing. That is
1: appalling. Yeah, it's it's not like they haven't got some players on that offense as well. They've got that uh, like David, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and <laughs> like, I quite I quite like um, is it Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, Yeah, I, yeah I think I think he's good, but they've just got nothing, and it's not. Uh, yeah, that's not great, and.
0: They're so not, um, Is the best
1: offensive player in this game? It seems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so that. Uh, well, Matt Breeder went down again, didn't he, with injury and. Yeah, troubling. Um, yeah, it's not uh, not great. This this is not an exciting game.
0: No, this is uh, the. Well, you could see it a lot on red zone. It could just be two, an absolute shootout between two teams that can't defend or. Um, just to score points for fun against bad teams like the the Niners. Have been in every game, really. Like you said, they've not been blown out, really. I mean, lost by twenty nine to the Rams, but that's except expected. Lost by three points to the Packers the week before.
1: Yeah, they've they've been in it, and they just can't get it done. They and
0: actually lost to the Cards uh, three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a good because loss. And was one win so Yeah, it, <laughs> it might be it might be one of the games where neither team's that unhappy to lose because just another step closer to a top <laughs> yeah. two or three pick. But. Yeah.
0: Uh, The the game that Sky Sports are obviously going to love more than anything, the Packers at the Rams next. Uh, They can't get enough of the Rams at the minute, and they seem to... I'm not on the Aaron Rodgers greatest of all time train, but Sky Sports definitely are, so this is going to be their featured game on Sunday night. Rams should win, because the Packers are kind of not as good as advertised.
1: No. Um, so I, I think Aaron Rodgers can win any game with him, but I don't he needs to yeah it's going to take an absolute miracle for me for the Packers to win this one
0: yeah and if, of all games this is a game that Aaron Rodgers could very well get injured in
1: yeah this is uh, <laughs> that defensive is yeah. coming after him yeah that defense is playing great and so you could uh, definitely pick apart that secondary they're not that's their weakness isn't it if they've got one
0: mm, the NFC West <laughs> plays the AFC, North, uh, the AFC North seemingly every season and the Packers have won the last three encounters Um the last three seasons, and I'm assuming last year it was without Rogers as well.
1: Yeah, I I feel like this is a very different rounds team to Yeah, those teams, isn't it? I mean, sort of. I think you can just throw any Jeffish years out the <laughs> out the window, really, and just forget about them. No, I want to hold on to them personally. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like the Rams have got some uh, tough games coming up, but yeah, I feel like this this one's one they should. Yeah. To me, it feels like this is that I don't feel like the pack of the team that's going to take them down. I just don't think the defence can stop them enough to give them a chance, really. Yeah, no, I think you're right there. Should be a fun game, though.
0: Should be some yeah, definitely. Won,
1: definitely definitely one like, of the uh, big games of the season, I would say.
0: Yeah. Sunday Night Football. Revenge time. Saints versus Packers. Uh, sorry, Saints versus Vikings in Minnesota.
1: So not a really good game, this one.
0: It's some good games this weekend. Monday Night Football lets it down. But uh, we'll speak about Sunday Night Football first. Um <laughs> Twenty nine, twenty four. Last time these two played, obviously in the conference game last year.
1: Yeah, must yeah. um, No, it'd have been the yeah divisional, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a very memorable game that one. Last second,
0: Diggs win and uh, fluff from the uh, Saints cornerback.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that play will be that sorry that play will be replayed for years and years to come isn't it. Yeah, but.
0: This is a fun game.
1: This could be a big one when it comes down to like um, home field advantage and first-round buyers. This could go a long way to deciding that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this one, actually. it's uh, The good thing about the clock's going back is we'll be able to watch at least some of this game before <laughs> it gets too late yeah. into the next day. But I, like, I always like watching the Saints. They've got weapons all over that field. And Michael Thomas scored his first touchdown since week two yesterday, which is... Uh, a baffling statistic, really, but Avin Kamara is as good as he is. Melvin, uh, Melvin Ingram, um, Mark Ingram's back now, and Taysom Hill's got eight, 125 yards on 18 carries this season. Yeah,
1: they're they're definitely a, one of the most fun offenses to watch, aren't they? And yeah, I, I'm i really looking forward to this game. This yeah. this could be game of the season. Really, should be, should be a lot of yeah. a lot of offense
0: here, and a kind of a good defense against a all right defence in the Saints
1: yeah and that Vikings defence they, they were great uh, yesterday and they've got some great players but they've shown that they can uh, be picked apart and if anyone can and the Saints definitely can do that yeah definitely final
0: game of the week then is the Patriots travel all the way to Buffalo um, for Monday Night Football
1: this should be a walk in the park shouldn't it for the Patriots you'd think so <laughs> um So the the bills have given the patriots some problems over the years, but
0: they have. This is true.
1: It's hard to see that happening this week, isn't it? They're just hopeless, really, aren't they? The bills. Yeah, Derek Anderson completed twenty
0: passes for one hundred and seventy-five yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions against that Colts defense, which is not good. No, Um, they've got nothing. The Sean McCoy went out injured after two carries. So Chris Ivory. Derek Anson, Chris Ivory and Kelvin Benjamin. That doesn't strike fear into
1: anyone's hearts, does it? <laughs> no, that's... Uh, yeah, not one they'll be worrying about too much. And <laughs> again, so said so it before, like divisional games, you never quite know. But if this happens, it'll be one of the biggest upsets of all time, right, I imagine. Yes, it really will. Like, of, of all time. Yeah, this is... This is not a... I feel like this is not a game anyone will be thinking too much about. and Yeah, you'd think this is going to be a blowout, but... You never quite know, and obviously, weird things can happen, but yeah, this is a this should be pen like this should maybe not even penciled in, just get your pen out and put it down as win. <laughs> on patriots, yeah. yeah,
0: patriots move to six and two. <coughs> there we go, then, though. That is the end of the podcast. We're going to be back later in this week, aren't we, with another podcast. Yeah, two this week. Yeah, you lucky people. We're going to put out a tweet in a minute and a Facebook post in a minute asking for your community questions. So get on that. We want as many as we can get. So don't be afraid to ask more than one. Um, And give it a share, give it a retweet, give it a like so more people can see it and more people can ask us questions. And we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to your community questions. Because that's, like Dave said last week and we've said previously, it's probably our favourite part of the show.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Getting interaction with you guys. Until then, while you're writing your, when you're sending your questions, whilst you're on your computer or your phone, head over to iTunes, uh, give us a five star rating and review. The more of those we get, bumps us up in the ratings and makes us more visible to new listeners, new subscribers. And while you're there, just, they've got a share button on there as well. Just share it. Let people know about the podcast. You can find us on Twitter uh, at first and ten underscore, You can find Dave on Twitter at
1: djg23 there
0: you go yeah. and I am on twitter at rossbell1984 um, anything else Dave?
1: Um, I think that's it now same uh, till later on this week and then I'm sure we'll have some great stuff coming up then.
0: yeah you guys have got some really good questions previously so uh, we'll hopefully uh, get some really good ones in this week so then until later on in the week it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Dave bye and we'll see you later